Hello and welcome to 2023 everybody. Um, This is our small holding life warts and all and I know I said I probably wasn't going to pod anymore. Um, There were various reasons for that. Uh, One of the reasons being that um, when I look back now I was I'm completely pulled down by some underlying illness that was just taking me down and down and down. Um, And I couldn't see um, where this was all going. I just, I I thought, well, there's no point, really, because I'm just bimbling on for the sake of it. And that's because I just, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the clarity. um, I just uh, was uh, quite poorly without realising just how poorly I was. Um... Although I think people around me noticed, um, John, you know, completely stepped up and did everything on on the small holding outside. I, I just eventually I just did nothing outside um, because I couldn't function, I couldn't focus, um, and uh, I just felt that uh, there was no point really. And, and I don't I don't mean that in a you know I d- there was no self harm or suicidal thoughts or anything like that. It was I just couldn't see the point of podding or blogging or anything because I felt that I didn't really have anything to say. Um, And that's partly true because I wasn't doing anything. I just, you know, I just like, uh, I guess it's like the batteries are just, were just getting lower and lower and lower until the point where, you know, the hands on the clock were no longer moving. They just, they didn't. Um, so uh, the, the underlying illnesses I've not addressed still yet. Um, I have a, an, a telephone appointment with my consultant tomorrow, which I've had to wait six months for. Um, so we will see if I can uh, get anything moved in that direction. I think that's really... And, and the reason I'm telling you this is because when you live a life like this, it's really hard. It's really hard when you have something going on like that. Um, that you're probably not even aware of uh, to keep functioning on a day-to-day basis. In the end, I felt I was just doing the bare minimum, really. Um, And luckily, uh, John recognises that and he he steps up and uh, takes over, really. With that, you know, there's no complaining. He just does it because he can see that I can't. So, um, thank goodness for that. (laughs) So, so yes, welcome to 2023. Maybe I'll call this season three now, uh, and this will be episode one. Um, It probably is not going to be a weekly uh, podcast like it was before, because that is quite difficult to keep up um, the momentum on that. And as I've said before, we have less animals here, so there's less going on uh, uh, daily um, in terms of what is... Um, sort of interesting to say then really but what I want to try and do is focus on uh, more uh, content that is useful um, and educational maybe uh, sort of in that direction if that makes any sense whatsoever I'm still not you can probably hear in my voice I'm still not I've (laughs) through the whole of December I've been so ill Um, I've literally I, I think goodness that for I think it was like so the 23rd of December through to the 28th 27th maybe 
I, I was fine. I felt great. I thought, this is great. I feel good. I feel normal. And that's when I knew that previous to that, I wasn't normal. Um, so I felt really normal. And then bang, I ended up with another one of these bugs that were going around and I still not recovered from that. And half of that is because my immune system is suppressed and I, it takes a long time to fight it off. Um, some of it is because I refuse to, <laughs> to see just how poorly I am and I just keep trying to go, you know, um, when probably what I should do is ring up the doctor and say, could I have some um, antibiotics because I think this is going in the wrong direction. So basically I had this terrible... Um, so before before Christmas I had that uh, nondescript um, sickness bug, which I wasn't really very sick with it at all, but I couldn't eat, I couldn't... Everything... Uh, smell turned my stomach. I was tired. Um, I, I I just couldn't do anything about that. And then that sort of went. And I thought, oh, thank goodness for that. It's Christmas. I'm going to be able to enjoy Christmas. And I was really looking forward to Christmas dinner and that, or you know, Christmas Eve supper, and and that all went swimmingly well. And then I got this cold, which just started out as a cold, um, which then turned to a cough, like I have never had before. I mean, I was literally. At one point, I had to hold, um, so my groin area, I had to hold it to make sure I didn't herniate. That's how how much I was coughing. And actually, looking back now, I think, you idiot, Dawn, you should have gone and got, I don't know. Um, my sister said you should, you could have gone and got um, an inhaler. To how, I don't know if that's true or not. But the point is, is I don't find out. I think, no, I'll battle my way through this. I will, I will, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And then that turned into sinusitis, which then, um, oh, that was awful. Oh, my head was just um, fuzzed and clouded. and But n- at no point did, did I have any pain. So I didn't have chest pain. So I knew I didn't have pneumonia. I didn't have a chest infection. Um, my ears all blocked up, but there was no pain in my ears. Uh, there was no pain anywhere. So I knew that it wasn't infection. I just knew that my body was struggling really hard to fight it off. So I don't even know what the doctors could have done. This is what I do in the back of my mind. I think, well, it's not an infection of any time. So type so what what are they actually going to do and um I think that's half the problem I I uh, you know so I I try all the different kind of remedies possible look everything up and see what I can do and try everything but it's still quite um difficult when you when you you've got a suppressed immune system to uh, come rise back up out of that um I'm slowly getting there now it's still um, it's still not great, uh, but it is going in the right direction finally. So, yeah, so, so that's, this is the beginning of my year, um, already, but, uh, today I've been, um, I think today is one of the, yesterday, actually, we were due to have, this is how it's gone, or, or we were due to have a New Year's Day dinner with Charlotte. Unfortunately, she then contracted a sickness bug the day before that, so we didn't have it. But then she was able to uh, cook it um, yesterday. So we had it uh, the day after New Year's Day on the bank holiday. Um, and that is the first time I'd eaten since um, 
since Christmas, Boxing Day, probably, or the day after Boxing Day. So <laughs> you can see it's not been fabulous. And also, like yesterday, I think it was the first day I thought, right, I can get up and I can actually function, although I couldn't hear at all out of one, one ear. Um, and I tried all of the techniques to clear that, and I couldn't. But this morning I've got up and it's clear. And the other thing I've had to do is I have not... So my sleep has been severely impacted because I could not lie down to sleep because every time I lie down, I was just cough, 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 cough. Uh, I did do a COVID test. It was negative. Um, I, I don't think it, it's not the flu, but there are so many bugs around at the minute that people are just being literally knocked off their feet with. And I certainly have. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's not been great. However, I still have the attitude, it's a new year, it's a new week, it's a new year, you know, get up, get on and let's, let's give this thing a go, let's, let's give life a go again. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of marching uphill, back towards the top, um, hopefully, as <laughs> she says. Um, so today, uh, John's had to pop out and do a job, which he got a phone call first thing this morning. So I thought, right, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through all my cupboards in the kitchen and the fridge and everything else. I'm going to have a clear out. So I, at the minute, I've got, you know, jar, empty jars of spices that are like years out of date. I've, I've cleared all those. I made a note of what I need to replace. Um, yeah, I'm just clearing out everything as I go and think I don't need that. It's out of date. And I know that... It's well out of date. There are some things that are out of date that I would still use. But if something is like, I don't know, 2012 in a spice jar, it's probably not going to be great. It might still be okay, but well, I might as well just replace it. Um, so that that type of thing. So I've now got a plethora of spice jars that I uh, cleared out and all sorts, everything, all sorts of things that just get whacked to the back of the cupboard. Never see daylight. Forget that they're there. Um, I'm going to try and remedy that a little bit this year and uh, use everything up as I go, she says. I always say that. Um, yeah, same with the fridge. I've had a big clear out in the fridge. Uh, not that we have masses in there, but there are jars of things I've made and then put in and they go to the back and I think, right, no, let's get rid of those. Let's get rid of it all and start this year fresh. Uh, because one of the things is I don't make... Oh, I've got chutneys in there for like... They've been there since 2013. And when I look at them, I think, I'm not going to meet them, Dawn, because they've been there since 2013. So you might as well chuck them out and make new chutney this year, which you then will eat. So that's what I'm get, That's my focus this year, is to get rid of everything that I know that I'm not going to eat because it's been sat there way too long and there is always that problem of botulism with uh, things like that, even if they've been sealed it's just a mental thing that I think no I'm not going to eat that obviously if I was there was no food around and I was starving then I would eat it probably but uh, I don't need to so I'm going to clear it all out um yeah and that's the that's what I'm going to try and do this year and that's what I was thinking you know there's so many <laughs> the other thing I was thinking I just I've just like so I've cleared some of those and I've got jars or jam jars now I've washed them up and put them on the side and at one point, um, any smallholder will tell you that their their collection of jam jars is uh, is their is their you know it's their shrine. In there, they've got a shrine of a cupboard. You open it up, and there is a collection of all sorts all sorts of um, jam jars, different shapes, different sizes for different things. Um, uh, my focus has totally changed on the jam jar. It says that I keep the jam jars because they will make great jam jar flower poses. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> no longer is my jam jar uh, cupboard entirely for jam or chutney or anything else that goes in the jar. It now has become a flower jam jar cupboard as well. So, yeah, so... This, uh, yeah, so I I will do some, and I want what I want to try and do is just concentrate a little bit more on um, things. I, it's even hard to explain things that will uh, make sense if you're a small holder. The things that, um, or even if you're you you know try to be more self sufficient, self reliant, and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I try and focus a little bit more on actually what I. I have done in the past what I am doing and why why I do it and uh what what I hope to gain from it um both uh personally and environmentally and um for s- sustainability wise all of that so yeah so um happy new year to you all I am feeling a lot more uh, brighter about uh, going forward into this new year, she says, until the next thing comes and wipes me off my feet. And who knows when that will be. But uh, for the time being, sorry, I'm about to cough. (coughs) Um, I'm back for a little bit. Before I um, get fully stuck into uh, the kind of things I want to be talking about, I'll just uh, you know, give a brief recap of, <clears throat> of our Christmas, you know, the last um, few weeks, because, uh, as you will know, we had that um, terrible cold snap. Uh, so literally, I went to Lapland, that was brilliant, it was fabulous, um, probably where I picked up a lot of the bugs, I knew I would, but it, it, was, a, it was a trip of a lifetime, um, and so I wasn't going to miss out on that, <clears throat> but, um, uh, so that was cold there, and when we came back, we kind of went into that minus 10, in fact, I think one morning John went out to the van, it was minus 14 registering on his van, so it, it was cold, I mean, it was, and it went on and on uh, for what seemed like a very long time when you've got animals, uh, none of which um, I did anything about. I, I hold my hand up. I, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't by that point. And so poor John was holding the fort entirely on his own, uh, trying to get fresh water to the animals, uh, trying to keep the buckets broken. <laughs> and I did nothing. Uh, literally and because I just couldn't I there was I couldn't even think about the fact that I ought to I just I really absolutely could not do it um so he he uh he did it all really and he, and at that point he's still working as well so um it, it was difficult um and I really ought to say thank you to him because I I don't he just gets on with it and does it um when I don't, <laughs> when I don't function. So yeah, we had that, that was, um, pretty horrendous for anybody who's got animals <clears throat> that it's hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, but that went, and then we have had just like endless rain since then. We've now got a lake in the, in our bottom paddock over there in the corner. Um, but that's not too, that's not too big a problem for us as long as the water stays away. John spent quite a long time doing that path and that's so the water doesn't come in the back, although we did have a flood in the back bit um, because we've got a huge, uh, it's a side rapple tree. 
and it overhangs our roof and the apples obviously fall off onto the roof quite a lot and then it froze and uh, all the apples froze and everything and so when it started to thaw uh, the water couldn't get anywhere because the apples were still there frozen solid and so the water started coming through uh, the roof at the back. Uh, not too bad, not indoors, but still, still it was, uh, so John had to go up there and go and get all the apples off the tree. But we are going to cut that, give that um, tree a severe cut this year because it does cause us endless problems because um, it's got so huge uh, and it no longer produces apples that are of any decent size. So they're just small, but the, the geese love it. I mean, the geese come around and you know, I kept going out the back door thinking, what is there? Smells like cider out here. And they, all the apples on the ground were fermenting and the geese are gaily feeding on them. <laughs> they must have had a great time. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, it, it's not uh, not a lot of good. I don't make cider. We have had people around before that collected all the apples and took them away for cider. Um, and maybe if we cut it all back and get bigger apples, I, I'd, uh, you know, offer them out again for free to somebody. Um yeah, so, and then the run-up to Christmas, we, um, although I've said I cleared out all my cupboards and things, I, I we did deliberately did not go overboard with the food shopping this year. Not that we do any year, but a lot of the years I will make a lot of the stuff and we've got it all. But even to the point where it was uh, it was me and John, John and I and Charlotte and Macca, and I thought, I am not buying a turkey uh, just, you know, for the sake of it. Especially when I looked in the supermarket and they were £105 for a turkey. And I'm like, my God, that's insane. And we've got two live turkeys set out in the, uh, in, the, in the run out there. But we also had, you know, we've got a freezer full of meat, a mutton that I got from a, another smallholder. So we opted to have that. There, I, there was no point just going buying a turkey because it's Christmas, I don't think. You might as well use what you've got. And and it was really enjoyable. And the nice thing was that we did some really nice sides with it. You know? So John likes sprouts. Um, and that not many people do. Uh, certainly not Charlotte and Macca, they don't normally. I said to Macca, do you like sprouts? No, not really. I said, well, I'm going to do them. I'm going to fry some um, smoked bacon and some onions and cook the sprouts. And then I'm going to toss the... Uh, the sprouts and the onions and the smoked bacon all in the same pan and flavour those up. And uh, he said they were really nice. They're lovely. So that's a great way to do your sprouts if people don't like sprouts. Um, just uh, bung in. I think um, peas, I think, is another good thing. <clears throat> I didn't do peas just in case Macca didn't like them. And I didn't, then he wouldn't, you know, he'd have, he'd have less of an option because the peas would be in with the sprouts. But next year, I would definitely do the peas in with the sprouts because the peas are sweet. And so they sweeten up uh, everything as well. So we had, um, you know, we just had nice sides instead. And we had uh, red cabbage um, in cranberry sauce, um, cranberry and something else. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, we did red. I did. And that was nice. Um, so it's nice to have you know, some special sort of sides rather than um, just the plain stuff. So that was good. Yeah, and so our Christmas dinner was lovely. It was very relaxed. Uh, we often, I like, um, I like to have my Christmas dinner later in the evening when, uh, so I say later in the evening, uh, around about four, half four, five o'clock at that time of year because... One, uh, dish it up then because then you put all the animals to bed and you don't have to go out anymore so you can have just a very nice relaxed evening whereas if you try 
do I have to do it in the middle of the day, which I've done before because of the, when the kids come around for Christmas dinner, you know, they like to eat at a time that children like to eat because otherwise they get hungry. Uh, then John has, you know, one of them, well, usually me, John, because I'm usually cooking, stop and you have to go out and do the animals and do all of that and then come back. So I find it much nicer and much more relaxed to have our uh, Christmas dinner later in the day so that you don't have to go back out again then. You can really, um, it feels nice, it feels um, a bit of a luxury then, I guess, um, rather than it being just part of a, the same regular kind of day. So, yeah, so that was that. And uh, we did have a lovely uh, few days for Christmas. We've had, um, oh, we've had an anomaly, which was, we haven't worked that out yet at all. So Diesel, our oldest farm cat, he um, gets fed by the back door here now. At one time, he always would be in the hay barn and he would get fed over there. But for some reason, he started coming to the back door. So we started feeding him at the back door. That's fine. So we got some little um, stainless steel bowls which um, for some reason we've got, we've got a collection of them. So we've seen the steel bowls and it, his biscuits go in there and he, they, he has some like lactose-free milk as well in there. So I got up one morning, um, went to feed the cat and I said to John, the bowl's gone. And he's like, oh, well, did you bring it in last night? No, no, I didn't. Are you sure? No, I definitely know. I did not bring the cat bowl in. That's no, the bowl's not there. Okay, well, have a look around. I scooted around, had a look outside, couldn't see it anywhere. Disappeared. So, next day, next evening, so I, well, I found a diff- another bowl from the cupboard. So, um, put that out, fed the cat in the morning, went to feed the cat in the evening, bowl's still there, put the cat food in the bowl. Next morning, go out there, cat bowl's gone. This is the second one, it's completely disappeared. It's just gone. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what? Obviously, Fox, I would say, is picking up the bowl and going with it somewhere. But how far away has it gone with a bowl? Well, eventually, um, about I think it was about two days later, two or three days later, and I said to John, could you just go and check the horse's water? Um, and he found one of the bowls out in the paddock, right at the back of the farm, out in the paddock, sat in the middle of the paddock. Still don't know where the other one's gone. Completely disappeared. So that was one complete weird thing. And then the other one was one... Um, night it was about half past one I think and I I was up coughing so um and I heard all this noise on the roof um near where the apple tree is and I thought what on earth is that now it sounded like so John had been up there previous in the previous weeks after it when the thaw came and he was up there scraping all the apples off and and but it sounded like he was back up there but obviously it's half past one in the morning so it's not him um, I went out the back, the dogs were just sat there quite nicely, so I thought, it's, it's not human what was on our roof then, because the dogs would be barking like mad, so it's obviously some sort of animal. Again, I'm guessing it's fox, it was making a right racket up on the roof. It's not going to be birds, I mean, we we do we did have the birds up there in the daytime pecking at the apples but they don't that's not the same sort of noise sometimes the cats are up there running across the roof but both the cats were sat in the back fast asleep wasn't them so John says well didn't you go out and have a look no I didn't I passed one in the morning funnily enough I thought I'm gonna stay I don't know what it is but then again uh, so then it stopped and I went back to bed and then half past five I woke up again and it was back out there again 
I still didn't go and look because I thought, well, it's not a threat. So whatever it is, I don't know. It's just, it's just a curiosity because I have no idea what it was. But something heavy enough to make that noise up on the roof. Don't know what. But, um, <laughs> oh, and we've had, we've had a few weird, weird things that have happened. But uh, I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a very funny year. The other thing that has been strange over Christmas, I think, and when you talk to people, apart from all the bugs and illnesses that people have had, is the, um, what's been available in the shops as well. Uh, like I said, we don't go overboard, but there are one or two things that we sort of do like to get. But we went, I think it was the week before Christmas, and I'd looked previously, and I said to John, there's no tins of, um, like, assorted biscuits. There was no uh, boxes of assorted crackers, you know, uh, for your cheese. And there were no um, selection boxes at all. Couldn't get them anywhere. I don't know if that's just peculiar to our town. I said to John, I don't know if people have been in and bought everything, and it's all gone. But when we went shopping... Um, I left my Christmas shopping a bit late because I was ill the week before and then I did just literally recovered enough to think, right, I needed to go and get some shopping. We went out and uh, I said to John, there's just nothing in the shop. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing different. It's all very much the same. There's no choice. Um, You know, when I'm looking for presents that are, you know, a little bit different, it just... um, it just seemed all very weird and I don't know whether that was just I don't know whether people have been out and bought it early whether the shops didn't buy it in because of the state of the economy and they didn't think people would buy them I don't know but um yeah definitely definitely one of the weirdest Christmases we have ever had I think in all So, you can't shut me up now, I've started talking, can you? I know, that's the thing. So, looking forward uh, to the next year, I have been, normally, this is the time I would have spent a lot of time planning, but I've just not been able to at all. Um, I've done a little bit of planning, um, but not masses. <clears throat> but, um, so going forward, um, I have uh, invested in a quite a good investment, really, I think, in a roadside board that says um, it's still here. It was I can't remember when it was delivered, but it's still in a box in the kitchen um, that says cut flowers grown here, which I'm going to put down at the front of the driveway um, going forward. because I really need to focus on <clears throat> getting bigger footfall um, for the cut flowers. I need to concentrate on making sure there are flowers available at uh, times so that reliably available <clears throat> at certain times of the week so that people know they can just come along pop along pick them up because what happened last year is I was putting them out telling people then they didn't sell then so I'd bring them in for drying or something like that but and then you know later on somebody said oh we've got any flowers available today and I said no because I took them all back in <laughs> you know so I, I need some sort of comprehensive uh, plan on how that is going to go. So I've kind of been working that out in my head. There was quite a, a, a story, as with everything. So the, at the end of November, I ordered this roadside board um, from Vistaprint, it was. And uh, by the... Oh, I think it was... I think... Did I... It might have been the week after Christmas. Uh, anyway, it didn't arrive. It, I kept getting a, a notification from DPD saying, um, it's at the depot... 
there's been a, de- a problem with delivery, which I got when there was snow on the ground and everything. Um, but then eventually I thought, well, this I think this is now lost in the system somewhere. So I got in touch with Vistaprint uh, and their customer service was fantastic. I have to say it was so nice to get onto customer service. And they, you know, and they'll be like, right, yeah, that, yeah, I'll look into that. I'll get that sorted for you. Not a problem. So, which is exactly what they did. So I said, I explained the situation. I said, I'm not, it's not um, urgent. I don't need it urgently, but I'm a bit worried that it's just lost in the system now. It wasn't cheap. It cost 70 quid. Um, so it was, you know, some of the money I made in the flowers, I reinvested into that. Um and so, bless him, he said, right, I'll, I'll raise an issue with our with the department that deals with that. And in the meantime, I will reorder you another one and get that sent out as soon as possible. Well, that turned up three days later with no problem whatsoever. And he said, if the other one ever does turn up, just keep it because we don't have a returns policy. So, but it still hasn't turned up yet. So I have no idea where that got to. It's just completely lost in their system somewhere, which was um, crazy. So, yeah, so going forward, that's... Um, one of the things that I will be doing. Um, and meanwhile, while I was still incapacitated and John was off, um, you know, he, he, he wasn't working because it was, you know, betwixt us, if you like. He's been, start, he started, bless him, in the stable area to clear out two of the stables that are then going to be changed into one big sort of workshop area, which he's spent all his time out there doing that because what else was he going to do? So he can't just sit on the sofa with you. <laughs> it's too boring and um I just sort of like would sleep most of the time so he bless him he's been out there uh taking all of that down to reconstruct basically a room with you know it'll be there were stables were there they had sides and everything so taking all of those out and then it will be reconstructed into one big room um which will be the workshop because uh um, going forward, I, I, I'd already planned plenty of workshops going forward in, in the year, um, because people are interested. People are interested in uh, things that they can't do themselves. They like they want to come and learn how to do it, and then also they're, they're not particularly because I did think, well, if I teach them to do this, am I going to lose custom? No, you're not, because they don't want to go and gather up all the stuff and everything. They want to come along, and they want to do it. And they want to take it home. And now me, I would be, yes, I'll go go and learn how to do that. And then I can do my own. No, they don't want to. They want to come along and do it and take that home. And then the next time I do one, they want to come along and do it again. Because they don't want the hassle of finding all the stuff or, you know, they just want it there so they can do it and take it home. So that's, you know, fantastic. The... um, Christmas tabletop arrangements I did, I, I literally just put one together and thought, oh, I'll see if these are... And I had uh, 16, 17 orders for those, um, which was fabulous. It would have been fabulous if I... <laughs> we were getting up to the date where they were due to go out and I said to John, I might have to tell people I can't do it because I was so ill. But actually I had a little bit of respite on one day and I thought, right, get them all done, Dawn, um, on that day. So I did all of them on that day and they, were all, they all got collected and uh, everything. So, yeah, so it's, it's, um, I'm still learning all of this. I'm still, it's still fascinating stuff. Um, and I still will be focusing mainly on the flowers going forward in the small holiday. However... I do want to get back to my uh, core values of um, self-sufficiency because that went by the by last year, which I'm fully aware of. Um, and I need to now 
bring all that. I need to collate the two of them together now. I, I couldn't do it at the time, but I will be able to do it this year going forward. Now I know what I'm doing with one. Um, I can carry on and do it with the other. And one of the things I really want to be doing <clears throat> is um, making sure I'm drying enough herbs uh, to keep me a store of my own herbs, dried herbs and things like that going forward, which, you know, those are kind of some of the things I hopefully going to be talking about um, what I'm growing, when, what I'm doing with it, once I've cut it, picked it, dried it, etc., etc. Um, all the little things that do make you uh, self-sufficient and self-reliant because um, we've had numerous conversations over the Christmas period about being much more self-reliant, um, which, as you know, is one of my big things. Um, and I think more people should be doing it. One of the other things um, that I've realised now um, is uh, along the lines of self-sufficiency is because I'm so busy um, squirrelling food away, you know, the, the food that we've been growing, squirrelling it away uh, when it was, you know, making, turning my produce into something that I could freeze or dry or, you know, ready for the winter. Um, and then, and this is how I know when I can look back and think, yes, I was ill for quite a, long, a lot longer than I thought because I had no interest in using it at all. A freezer full of food that normally I think, oh, that's great, I'll use that, I'll make this, I'll do that. No interest whatsoever. I knew it was there, but I had no interest in making anything with what I'd got, what, you know, what I'd grown, what I'd stored. Um, <laughs> so the meals became very basic and... Uh, not good not not you know not great and now um you know I'm back to some sort of normality and I'm like yeah great so tonight we've got um some chops and we've got I'm going to do some uh, Moroccan rice with mine um John will have veg and potatoes and stuff uh, but we're going to have pear and blueberry crumble you know and that's all our my produce so right now yes I can I just lost all of that in there somewhere um, which when I look back, and it's very difficult when you're in it to see it, but when you look back, you think, yeah, yeah, that, that started a long time before that, where I just, I just literally could not be bothered, didn't have the energy to think about it, do anything about it whatsoever. And one of the things in there, um, so I think last week I found, you know, I sort of thought, right, this is no good, Dawn, I need to go and find something nutritious to eat. And I found a bag of chicken soup, um, so I got that and I was literally sort of eating chicken soup, chicken. But what I thought was I really need to, in the run up to next year, make quite a lot of broth that is already made that you can just get out and defrost and eat in case that kind of thing happens again. Because it's all very well having a bag, a soup bag ready to go. But even that, Going and digging it out of the freezer, putting it on, cooking it was en was energy sapping energy that I did not have. So, um, whereas if you just got if it's ready made, get it out, defrost it, heat it up, uh, there's nutrition there that is going to help you recover because otherwise it's a downward spiral. You you don't feel well enough to do any of it. Um, you don't feel well enough to feed yourself nutritionally. Uh, which is obviously what you need to be doing, but you just don't have the capacity to do it. 
Um, and, you know, I, John's not a cook, so I can't say to him, oh, do you think you can make me a batch of chicken broth? Or, you know, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> so um, even, I said to him one day, oh, I, fa- I fancy some soup. Um, and I said, he was going to the shop to get some bread. I said, could you pick me up some, you know, maybe some ready-made chicken soup, chicken broth, not in a tin. No, I don't really know where that is down the aisle. I was trying to explain. I said, do you know what? Just get me a can of Heinz tomato soup. That'll do. <laughs> because I, couldn't, I get, didn't have the energy to explain to him what I was looking for, where I wanted it. And, and I didn't have the energy to go either. So, uh, yeah, so definitely um, that, that is one great indicator. If you're losing interest in um, what you're doing... Uh, have a have a good look have a good look and see why why you're losing that interest and uh, there'll be there'll be a reason deep down somewhere so that's a little bit about what uh, what I've been doing over christmas today is um I think it's the 9th of january is it already yeah, it's already the 9th of January, so we're well into January. Um, I'm still recovering slowly. It is a very slow process at the minute, but it is going in the right direction, which is great. Um, this morning, well, just at the minute, while I was listening back to this, I am just de- uh, taking off all of the dried flower heads that I've been drying for quite a few weeks now I kept looking at and thinking I really need to do those and cutting off all the dried flower heads because I'm planning to make um some sort of dried flower heart shape wreath for either Valentine Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or something of that um nature um I haven't got outside and had a look at any of my garden at the minute though I should have but I haven't so I did actually look at, um, as I was walking past, put the rubbish away. Um, there are bulbs coming through, which is great. And I have spotted snowdrops, which is always lovely to see that sort of thing coming through. Uh, I plan on, um, obviously, driving forward with the flower side of everything this year. And um, rather excitingly, this morning already, I've had an inquiry um, into doing a mobile um, flower crown workshop for a Hindu, um, so that's quite exciting. I mean, it's just an inquiry at this stage, but it's it's quite a big hen party. So, uh, first of all, I was like, "Oh no, no, I don't think I can do." It. Then I thought, then I thought it all through, all the bit, all the bits, and I thought, "Oh, scandal! Why not?" Um, so we'll see where that goes. But that's that's quite exciting. It's kind of the thing that I would, I know, I want to be doing. So um, that's where we're going with that. Yeah, loads of things in the pipeline. Lots of. Um, workshops on the farm in the pipeline as well uh flower workshops um so yeah it's uh it's quite mild out today john started a new job this morning this week so uh yep so yeah i'm back a little bit and every now and again i will update you with what's going on and um try and keep it a little bit more coherent this time around than it has been but uh i'll catch up with you soon thanks for listening